welcome back to another Talk It Over podcast. My name is Bobby Parm, and I am joined always by Mark Spiegel. Oh, man. Week two of Hashtag The Challenge. Um, the challenge. Man, you think last week stepped on people's toes. This week really stepped on some people's toes. Not so much for me, because I'm not really in a relationship, so I wasn't really hurting so bad. Oh, <laughs> but that's I'm, I'm glad you're on, because we're going to take it from a different aspect. Like, everybody says relationship, you think a romantic relationship, man, but this could be <laughs> a lot of different kinds of relationships, man. But uh, we, it's Today. not just you and me, man. We got someone that uh, he is definitely not a stranger to a podcast. Uh, he, he does a weekly podcast over on The Worship Breakdown. Uh, well, welcome back to the Talk It Over podcast. For the is this their first time back since your first time, Tyler? Uh, I think me and Morgan did it one time together. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. And Morgan got it together. Your yeah, first solo. He was back in the early days, man. I want to yeah. say you're like the third guest we had, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty yeah. early on. Yeah, it was early. So for week one, Kyle got to do contentment within a pan- mm-hmm. pandemic, which uh, I would not have wanted to try to you know do that. I didn't think it could get any, I wouldn't say worse, but any harder, but then Tony comes out with, you know, by the way, during all this pandemic, when you're probably, your anxiety is as high as it's ever been, and and your aggression is probably a little bit higher. Oh, yeah, by the way, you got to love everybody, too, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I know a lot of us just struggle with in general, because as humans, we are pretty much selfish. If you notice, most people confuse love with feeling. Like, it, it's like, I love somebody because I feel like I love them, and it's, it's it's more of a choice. It's something you, you cho- it's 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 how you choose to to love somebody, even in the worst of times, or and when they're treating you bad. Uh, it's definitely more of a choice than it is a feeling. I mean, of course, love does have ooey gooey feelings, and I'm just kidding about relationship parts. But you can have excited feelings about seeing your dad, just like you could about seeing your wife. But you know, you don't love them both in the same manner. We've had a. Uh, conversations about how we use the word love before and someone brought yeah. up I was like I love Snickers do you really love Snickers <laughs> do you really uh-huh. love <laughs> those things it's that, that word doesn't mean as much as it used to it, it depends on how you say it though because um, if you say it in the Greek now the Greeks have different words for love eros uh, agape and phileo you know which do describe a different type of love where as English you know, English only has like one word like you were saying i love snickers i love my dog i love my wife it's all the same word but different kind of it better you know? be different <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sleep in the bed tonight it's better <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, you walked out of church to, uh sunday and someone's like hey man what was the service about like how would you wrap up sunday's service okay forgive me for being the cliche christian here but i'm gonna rob right out of the bible but because it's already been said the best, so I can't really amplify on that. But First uh, Corinthians 13, if I speak in tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have a prophetic power and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I gain nothing. And then he goes on on this tangent, all the things that love is. That's that's bottom line. And then he says it right there at the end. Um, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these uh, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Um, Paul said it best. The greatest of these is love. And it's it, it was why Christ gave that final command. You know, this, this 
that's how the world knows that we belong to him by how we love one another, not for healing people mysteriously or for giving to the poor. It's how we love one another. And that's magnanimous. Yeah. Like for, yeah. for me, Sunday would have been, it's we, we've been doing this and this sounds bad, but we've been doing this church thing for a long time. So we've yeah. heard this before. It's not new information. Um, I think it's more of a reminder, but for Sunday, for me, it kind of kicked in. I used to spend most or if not all my time taking this type of sermon and going, okay, I need to love my wife better, which I do. Uh, That's not that I don't need to, but it was always like very tunnel visions focused on my marriage. Not to say I should ever stop that. I should always do that. But Sunday, for some reason, just kicked in. It's like, you know what? You have a lot of other relationships that you're in. You have your friendships, your your coworkers, your people that you're around, and then that that's and when Tony kept saying, "How will they know you're a Christian? How will they know you're a follower of Christ?" And it's in the way you love, and then kind of was like a gut punch to me because I, I could right in my head like two three things popped up where I'm like, "Wow, I am not being that Christian that loves in these situations and these relationships." And if they were to look at me and go, "Are you a Christian?" they may have a question about that and that scared the crap out of me. Wow. I think it can come from, I mean, a lot of times, at least in, in my mind, the, the questions you get asked or even just like, you know, well, how, how will they know you? You know, if, if you were to go out in the world right now, how would they know you? And it's like, mm. I feel like a lot of times, like, like kind of like what you're saying, Bobby, I feel like a lot of times it's the smallest thing of, I'm just, I just want to be kind. And I want to be caring and I want to act like Jesus because it wasn't that Jesus went around, you know, going, Oh, everyone bow down to me. Look at all this good that I'm doing. Jesus was just like a genuinely kind, friendly, loving dude. Yep. That people were like, there's something so different about this guy. He didn't, he didn't draw people in by going up to them and being like, you must turn or burn. And that's how you'll know that I'm the way he didn't do that. Like it was a, it was so organic, I feel like, and it kind of looks like that throughout the Bible, that people were just drawn to him. There's, an, there's a, not to be weird, but there's an energy that people give off who are, you can tell really care about you mm-hmm. and who truly have a relationship with Christ. And through that good relationship with Christ, an outpouring of love comes out of them. Yeah, like Jesus wasn't walking around like flexing that like marketing you know, degree, being, yeah. like, advertising for himself or anything. Like he just, it was who he was and it was undeniable. There are just those people and we probably can name off a dozen that we know already. They just have that aura about them. I hate using that word, but it's just kind of like how they carry themselves. But well, I was just, how do you unhinge from how society paints a picture of a Christian? Because Christians have a bad reputation and I'm, and I, and I say that very loosely because I, I don't really associate myself with those uh, people of certain denominations and churches that will go out and bash people. But our, our, our specific title of being little Christ has been attributed to bigotry and hate and stuff. That is why it's so much even more important to love people where they're at. Yeah. So we can actually show people because people, when they see us and see us acting that way, we're supposed to be a reflection of Christ. Because so when they see us as bigots, they're not seeing us; they're seeing Christ as a bigot, and that's the exact opposite of what he was. Yeah, I, 
I think in in my personal opinion, from the world the world that I've kind of grown up working in, um, I've, I've grown mm-hmm. up pretty much my entire life working in uh, construction kind of um, areas, whatever you want to say, whether it was grading and landscaping or like framing or concrete work or whatever it was. And, and, and Spiegel, I know that you can kind of attest to that too. There's a lot of guys in that realm who almost kind of like, at least in my experiences, will almost kind of like push me to see when I'm going to start condemning them, mm. to see whenever they're going to say something to me yeah. or they're going to tell me a joke or they're going to offer me something um, to see how I may react to them offering me something. Right. And, and like, dude, I mean, there's been many times that I've been offered drugs and I'm just like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. Appreciate it though. I mean, for real, <laughs> like you're going to give me something that costs you money. I'm not going to be a jerk to you and say, how dare you? I'm just going to be like, no, nah, man, I really appreciate mm-hmm. you offering that to me. Though I feel like, but you're not going to run away from them like I like ooh no, okay. No, but I feel no, like yeah. people sometimes in that that that's almost like I mean it was a huge thing for some of the guys that they shared that together. Mm-hmm. And so for them to offer that to me for me to be like absolutely not how dare you. That would be such a jerk thing for me to do and then go, "Oh yeah. Yep, figured. You're just like all those other ones." Instead, yep. you can just go, you can just say, "Hey man, I really appreciate it, but that's not for me." Thank you though. What's and I cool did though, I, I could totally relate, and I've seen that happen, and I don't need to tell a story. But what I've seen, though, is even those same people who continuously test you, as long as you're consistent, will come yeah. around. I, I was that oh, yeah. guy. I was like, oh, 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 here comes Bible Boy. And now, now it's, oh, here comes Bible Boy. Ask him that question that you asked me. And yeah. the, the, the reputation is followed because there's consistency with it. But I've looked at them on a level playing field. Not like I'm above, okay, I have some knowledge you don't, so now I look down on you? Never have yeah. I, ever. See, that's, that's the biggest thing right there is what you just said. You're not looking down on them. When you have a society, like, I mean, if you look at all of these movements that we have going on, all of these things where there's marches and everybody's all up in arms, the reason they're so angry and they're pushing so hard is because they feel looked down upon. Mm-hmm. So if you can go out there in those areas and just go, hey, level playing field, man. I want to understand where you're coming from and then just let, let the outpouring of, of Christ come out of you. You may not even say a word to him. Well, that's exactly what Christ did. He's God in a, in a completely elevated position and came and made himself as a man. He, he, he leveled the playing field as level as it can get, but he even went further than that because he stooped and became a servant. Yeah, I mean, there's so many examples in the Bible that shows how loving Christ was and how accepting he was of people, not their sin, but of people. All of the disciples were just very tarnished people. Yeah, that's a great word for it. But he didn't go, okay, well, you know, man, you're a tax collector and you were you were killing Christians like, no, he was like, look. I, I, I have better for you. I know there's better for you. Uh-huh. Follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think well, we should, as Christians, um, look look at that as the example. I mean, Tyler, you said it perfectly. Like In situations that may just be crazy uncomfortable or just against something that you do or want to do, it, instead of judging them, just you know, a, a polite response. I mean, I think we mm. have an advantage growing up in the South that's kind of taught. That's called manners. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's also that um, bless their heart um, type uh, <laughs> response as well. Yeah. So we got to be yeah, careful. Still looking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the discussion questions says, does this surprise you 
that love is something Jesus had to command us to do. Why or why not? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I think it makes sense that he had to kind of give us the push, the nudge to make us. Because um, I think that I think that love is like a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, me and Morgan had this conversation the other day that I mean, I can, if I'm feeling frustrated with her or her with me, if I stop making the conscious choice to have grace and love on her for something to happen, I can turn a glass of spilled milk in to the size of like she just burnt the house down. Mm-hmm. Like it can go really quickly, turn into something like nasty quick. Mm-hmm. Then I have to make that conscious choice to be loving and to be and to be graceful and to be merciful and kind of stuff. And she does on me as well. I'm not saying that I'm I'm making that choice just towards her, but I feel like a lot of times throughout your day, making the conscious choice to not be a jerk to someone. Oh man, to, yeah. To not be because I have, and I think we've talked about this before. I, I used to, I've gotten pretty decent control over it now, but I used to have a really like explosive, angry uh, way about me um, when I was young. And I was, I'd flip you off, tell you to, you know, go whatever yourself. It, it wasn't a problem for me to do that. And now it's like, now that I'm starting to try to make that conscious choice and I'm, and I'm growing in my faith and I'm growing in my relationship with the Lord. I'm like, man, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to encourage people. Like, I just want the people that are being mean to me. I want to encourage them to, like, or just go up to them and go, what's going on in your day? Are you all right? Who yeah. hurt you today? You know what I mean? Like making that, but that's something that is for me where I am in trying to make that conscious choice. And it is a constant, constant choice that I have to try to make instead of just like, oh yeah, I'm just a nice guy. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, I'm right there with you. It's it's super easy to love the ones that you see every day that are in your lives consistently and you spent time with. Yeah. Uh, I love all you guys. It's like this, I, I, I give you an he says, hmm, like whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I, like at work today, we, we have this fellow at work who's not the brightest star in the sky and often makes mistakes and it sets people back and stuff. And a group of guys were standing around talking about him and I found myself involved with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little jabs here, little jabs there that I'm sure would hurt his feelings if he were there. Um, and I, I found God nudging me like, you know, he's an image bearer too. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh man, what a, you know, that's, that's just not, that's not kosher. That's not cool. And it, what if this guy knows I'm a Christian and what if he was to come up behind me and hear me saying this dude's an idiot, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, my whole walk, my whole, my witness to this guy is blown out the window. And I've had him invite, I've invited this guy to church before. So, I mean, so regardless of whether I know them or I have an actual relationship with him, Jesus says to love your neighbor as yourself. I wasn't, I don't like people talking behind my back and here I was behind his back and I really felt it, man. And I still feel it, obviously. Yeah. Man, I'm not surprised at all that. Jesus had to command us to love because we're all children. We're his children. Yeah. And dude, like having kids and man, it you have to tell them to do stuff that you're like, why do I have to tell you to do this? This should be common sense natural. Like yeah. Like don't stick your finger so far up your nose that your nose bleeds. Like this, you know I shouldn't have to tell you not to do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, one thing I learned about rules and laws is they're there because people have done those things. And it's been yeah. since the beginning. It, it, it seems like thou shalt not murder 
is a no-brainer, but it has to be a law. Taking someone's yeah. life is not a cool thing, okay? But, it, okay, don't covet your neighbor's wife. Don't steal. These are really no-brainers, but God had to put them on stone twice. Twice. Okay? They had to do it twice, and and they still didn't get it. Okay? We, we constantly have to – We that's why we have to keep looking at the Word, not so that we can – walk perfectly because the Bible says that the word is there so that we can see our need for Jesus, but mm-hmm. all the more reason to keep looking at the word so we can reflect him eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speedle, you brought up just a second ago um, about loving one another. Uh, the next uh-huh. question on the guide is actually is how does our love for God and our love for one another go hand in hand? Oh man. My, I, I was just telling you about that guy at work today. And I, and I gotta be, if I'm completely honest, I, guys, play. I, this is not really the Bible answer I'm trying to give, but we can't reflect somebody that we don't know. If we're not in constant relationship with Christ, we can't show Him to other people, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a fact. Um, but the lady at, at, you know, the elderly woman at the grocery store who's shopping by herself, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, in the situation we're in now, we can't really help, but. I mean, Help her load up her car. That's showing love. It's it's acts because you know in James it says you show your faith by what you do, mm-hmm. right? If I if I say that I love Christ, but I'm not reaching out to help those in need, and that need anybody, my next door neighbor, the guy down the road, the the man walking with a gas can, you know, yeah. If I can help, then I should. That's yeah, showing love. That's my sin, neighbor. Right? Yeah, well, the Bible says that he who knows to do good but does not do it to him, it is sin. Yep. Now, unfortunately, in the time we live in now, that guy with the gas can might also have a forty-five and try to rob everything I have. So you also have to use discernment. Like, I would never help that guy with my kids in the car. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, never. But other circumstances withholding, so, you know, and I'm blabbing on. But that's, that's my <laughs> view, man. I feel like sometimes, I mean, hear me out, I'm really, really protective over like Morgan and, and people that I love and stuff, but I can remember being my, being little and my dad would pick up guys who were walking with me in the truck and my dad had a single cab truck. And so I'd scoot to the middle and this smelly homeless man would get in beside me and all squished up against me. And like my dad would just have a conversation with him, where are you going? And we'd go like 20 minutes, 30 minutes out of our way sometimes to take this guy somewhere. One of the many reasons I love your dad so much. Dude, he, he gave me he gave me a heart for those people that are walking, man. I, I really try to, to stop and pick them up. And like you said, it's not even that, like, oh, I'm doing this so I can, you know, so I'm more like Jesus. I think it's just a if, it's a, if it's a choice that you make in that moment of, like, well, I'm going to do this so I'm more like Jesus. I mm. feel like it's not for Jesus. Mm. Oh, good word, dude. Oh, my goodness. Man, if I you take a selfie while a, doing it. Yeah, oh, right. Yes. Not. Somebody high five him, man. <laughs> yeah. I um, you know, I'm and 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 I'm I'm all about like remembering remembering experiences and stuff like that, or or you know having conversations and or maybe telling like a, a good word about something that you know happened and maybe it was something that was just an outpouring of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you know whenever you see it, a lot of times of, well, why did you go on this mission trip? Well, I went on this mission trip because. Uh, that's because uh, I wanted to go. It's like is, I just I feel like there's I feel like there should be more to that than just yeah. a oh I wanted to go and then you know come back with 
9,000 pictures saved and, you know, 27 t-shirts from each airport they went to. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, this is a little bit ridiculous. What did you do for those kids down there? Well, I gave them a Snickers bar. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no, I do. I, I feel like if it's something that just – if it's something that's, like, an organic – and, again, I'm not trying to be weird. just an organic outpouring of, like, I'm going to stop and get this person. You know what? I'm out today. I thought about, you know what? I'm just going to pick up this person a Starbucks gift card because I just love them. I just want to love on them. And you get it and go and take it to them or leave it there and don't even say a word. Those are the kind of things to me that I'm like, that's just an outpouring. And it's not even that if we're recognized, it means like we don't need to be recognized for that. But Mm -hmm. how how can it be a a way like um, that you're pouring out Jesus and you don't even get the recognition, I guess is what I'm saying. No, I mean, this is that we're trying to take. No, you're, you're right, man. Like when you said that, like I thought about the, um, the Mexico trip you guys just came back from and there were a ton of pictures when that church sends 25 people to go build a house for a family that didn't have anything. They were living out of their car, husband, wife, and three kids. No, four, four kids. Um, but uh, the church went down and hooked up with uh, Casa de Cristo. Yeah. And we they did a kind of a promo video of sorts on the way back, and then everybody posted to social media. Um, I think that's just shedding a light on what can be done to help. Um, mm-hmm. Not in one that I saw that I that I noticed. That was it like, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing at all. By no means. All the All the stuff I saw from you guys from that thing was look what they're doing. Like somebody, mm-hmm. and it was Tony because he was never in the picture. <laughs> yeah. He was promoting what you guys were doing for the family, for yeah. the kids. Um, and I think there's there is a fine line, like you were saying. If it's if it's promoting you, no. If it's promoting Christ, yes. You know, yeah. sometimes you do have to get information out there to where people know about it that that it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, so, um, man, we say this so many times. It's a hard thing. It's like, why are you yep. doing it? The biggest deal is is where is your heart at when you make the decision? When you when you are posting said picture of the trip that you went on, and shoot, man, I took a ton of pictures while I was there. I don't think I but saw any of them. <laughs> I didn't post any of them because no, it wasn't about that. It yeah. was just for me. It was just about and I, dude, I tried multiple times, but I was like, there's no words I can put to this, so I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna keep it. I'm just gonna keep it for me. In that moment of why am I posting this? Because I want someone to see this and then go, oh, my God, look at – they're such a good person. Yeah. But I want to challenge challenge someone in posting that of, like, I really encourage you to go on a mission trip. It will change your life. And people are like, huh, you know, that's that little bit of booster I needed to get up a little bit more brave and take off and do it. That's, that's such a good stuff, word. That's the kind of stuff that I think, you know, they're, they're, social media is a great platform to share the gospel and it's also a great platform to share how good we want to look. Um, so anyway, I just think there's a there's a really fine line there. But such a good word, Tyler. I am like e high fiving you right now. Okay, <laughs> e high five, or virtual high fiving you. There we I've been sending your mom virtual hugs because us extroverts are not liking this right now. <laughs> in in thinking about how we show that we are Christians and how we can show love. I mean, there's a million ways, and we could talk for hours on that one. Um, I kept thinking about I have a friend of mine who has RBF. I mean, just resting 
yeah. Yeah. So Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people do. But one of the most loving people I've ever met, but no one will ever, ever, ever go up to her. And she's such a sweet lady, but she just has this, it, I don't know, something about her just says, don't come up to me. I know, I know she's not the only one and some other people may have it. Like, how, how do you get past it? How do you, I don't think any of us do. I think there may be the, even some of the closest, like Spiegel, some people may not want to come up to you because you are so, you're loud and you, like you just jump around and you're so excited. And some people may be just like, uh. I'm not at that level, so I can't talk to that guy. Yeah, and I'm you, a tattooed up crackhead. Is what I'm right? <laughs> I mean, and Tyler, I mean, you're on stage. You're you're with the worship team, and and that may have people be like, "Well, I can't really talk to him because he's on you know stage," and or like the pastors who are like, "Oh man, they're the pastors. I'm yeah. not allowed to talk to them." Like, how do you deal with that, or how do you think you can bypass kind of those stumbling blocks that that help? that stop you from showing Christ maybe sometimes or being able to? Well, I honestly think in those situations, if you're aware, like if, if your friend is aware she's got that issue, um, I'm aware people don't are not the most comfortable talking to me. And I have actually, and Tyler, don't think this the wrong way, but I had that, like, with you, I was nervous to talk to you because it does feel like a, a kind of a celebrity prowess. Um, and yeah, it sucks. It, I, 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 I get it. I get it. And, oh, man, look, after Tony read that story about me where everybody, everybody called me Mike Evans for a month, dude. I, I, yeah. That was a, it was weird. It was, it was, it was neat, but it was also really weird. But I think if you are aware of that situation, then you, you, you take the gloves off and you go and you jump into water feet first, you know? Yeah. You, you do it yourself. You walk up to the people and you break the ice. Um, because you may have more of that spirit that they need to be more willing to go out and get uncomfortable. We're the ones yeah. that should be the, if we're, if we're influencers in the church, we ought to be the ones the first out of the boat. If there's any other way it can be said, I, I think that you hit it. You did, you hit the nail right on the head with you go and you make those initial interactions with people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the kind of, I guess, whatever you want to call it, the little platform that I have of just being seen a lot mm-hmm. makes it different for some people to approach me, which for me, I'm like, dude, no, I'm just, I'm just an old person. Like uh-huh. just, this is just the, you know, the little bit of gift that God blessed me with that I get to use. Um, but it's, it's something that maybe where I go out and I'm, and I'm at least at our church outside the church, you know, nobody knows who I am, but um, you know, going out and having those conversations with people and, and asking about their day and caring in that way. And, and as far mm-hmm. as the, you know, resting, sing face. Um, <laughs> Coining I, that phrase. I, yeah, I um, I don't know, man. I really feel like there's some there's some things that you can do with that to maybe be more maybe be more approachable. You know, I think it kind of becomes a an excuse. Um, I like I I can't I'm not allowed to use that excuse in my marriage. My wife says, you know, why are you looking at me like that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, mm. what are you looking at me like I've done something? I'm like, I'm just sitting here. Mm. It's like, well, oh, no, I didn't understand because I, I did it in the mirror the other day. I remember how my muscles felt in my face when I thought I was smiling a little bit, like a little smirk. I'm not smiling at all. Like, I looked at myself in the mirror and did it, and I'm like, no, I still look like I'm just straight face, just staring into the abyss. And so mm. it's that conscious decision of, like, 
if I want to be more approachable and I want to be this, maybe, maybe I can like put a smile on every once in a while, make it a conscious decision to smile at people. Um, yeah. I think that's a big deal. But that's, that's a big. Deal. I had a I had a non-Christian friend, and I love this dude to death. I, I still um, still talk to him rarely, but um, we still keep a little bit in contact. And um, I remember riding with him one day, and he was he was not a fan of Jesus at all. We're riding one day, he smiles at somebody, and they didn't smile back. And he's like, man, the world is so dang depressed. He's like, I try to make yeah. a conscious choice to smile at every single person I see. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't even know who Je- you don't even love Jesus, <laughs> and you're like this. Yeah. So I think the I think it's kind of it can be kind of an excuse sometimes of like, well, this is just how I am. It's like, yeah. well, you just blend in with the crowd then. Yeah, I think for um, for me, I think being, I, I would say I'm introverted, but I'm probably right in the yeah. middle. Um, but I I have to do the same. I have to force myself to be like, look, if I'm going to do this, I need to go start conversations. I need to do these things. I don't need to mm. hide behind my computer or soundboard or I just need to get out there and, and talk to people and not just the people that I know <laughs> you make yeah. effort. If I see someone new um, and it's really, it, that's really hard for me. And one thing that really actually helped was buying t-shirts that asked questions or had weird statements on them. Oddly, like all of my <laughs> I am second shirts and Tony gives me crap to this day for F1. It's a giant two on the front and I'm not a small guy. Yeah. So it's a really big two. Um, yeah. And he makes fun of it. But people ask questions like I'm in Walmart or Ingalls or anywhere. I wore my I am second shirt uh, checking into the cruise about a year ago. And halfway, like if you've ever been on a cruise, like you have to go through like three to four different security checks. And every time whoever was checking our bags or checking this, that, or the other, they said, who's first? And, like, we're getting on the boat, oh, and yeah. April was like, why do people keep asking you who's first? And I pointed at my shirt, and it said, I'm second. But I got to answer every single time to these absolute strangers that Jesus, Jesus is first. Um, yeah. And that That's conversation, so cool. it was really fun. Scary as crap to me, though. It still, it was, <laughs> it was like, uh... I hadn't didn't think twice about putting on the shirt. I love the shirt. I love the company. Uh, I love the website oh. and everything. But um, those things really kind of helped. And you know, we've created T-shirts for my wife. This is you know not alone hashtag recovery. She's like, yeah, people ask yeah. me about that all the time. And um, the shirts like uh, no perfect people allow. Like to me, that's that's a way for me to say, hey, I want to talk to you about something, but I'm really shy about it. I'm just really shy in yeah. general. Um, you know, and then this had tattoos work really well as well. So, um, yeah, I've created ways to talk to people, um, but I still need to make that effort as well. It's, yeah. it's, it is up to me. It's not up to the person to come and talk to me. It's for me to go find and talk to them. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's exactly right, right there. I think a lot of, a lot of times Christians and, and myself included are like, all right, God, you send someone my way and I'll, uh, I'll talk to him. And he's like, nope, not how that works there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm good if you come to me, but you know. yeah, yeah, man, that's it is. Um, and people probably, I mean, it probably helps people to hear that, though, like if, especially for you too. I mean, that it's not necessarily first nature to to go and talk to someone you don't know. Um, no, that it's still just uh, people still deal with that. And it's even like <laughs> even Tony has said he's like I he, he's not a people person. <laughs> like he yeah. he does it. And he wants to. Um, 
but it is still something that he has to consciously make the choice to go and do. Man, um, I got there's one more question on the talking over guy I really want to ask, and um, I think it, it really kind of bring it all around though. Um, it says, why is it essential to live life in community with other Christians if we hope to cultivate Christian-like love for others? I think you reflect more of Christ when you're doing life with others as opposed to telling them how they should live their life. Whatever is whatever you're around is what will come out of you, like whatever you're around the most. Um, they say it's kind of like like scientifically proven that whoever you're around, you kind of like start you kind of start to dress like them, you kind of start to act like them. You know, and it may it may be only when you're around that certain group of people. Um, you know, every every guy at some point in in his life has probably heard from from his significant other of being like, well, you're different when you're around them. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So in living in community Mm -hmm. with other Christians, and it's not even every single day, but it's just that, like, um, I know that, I know that you guys are here and I know I can lean on you and I don't have to run to something else. I can, I can run to something good. And I know I'm going to get good sound advice from someone who genuinely cares about me. Oh wow! I think, that's, and, I think that's the big thing. Uh, I I agree with you guys. I mean, community like for me, like living with like living life with other Christians, it's like a recharge for whenever you're you don't have them. You know, it's it's when you're at church on Sundays and like right now we're not able to be, but you know when when you're there and you're in that community, I I learn so much more from other people. Um, it's ridiculous, like watching how other people do their marriage, like. They, such a great way to just to learn and be like man we we don't want to do that or man that sounds like that's awesome we should try that or um you know if you have situations you're 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 having trouble with like you have that group of people that can like you guys said they either tell you just you know you know get over yourself or like you need to really pray on that and we don't know what you're doing and i mean there's so many so many resources um in the community that that we have that God's created mm-hmm. for us. So um, that's what I, I kind of look for is like, it's resources. It's when I don't have the answer, man, I, I can just go, Hey, here, go talk to Spiegel. He'll tell you exactly where it is in the Bible. I don't have to question yeah. that. You know, like if I had, I, mean, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I had a, a lady come up to me with her two teenage daughters. I mean, like, you know, I think my, my kids accepted Christ today. You know, we want to really talk to someone about that. And, I would love to talk to him about that, but what they were needing, they needed someone like Kyle, you know, they're teenagers. Mm. And as Fowler, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. This is so cool. You guys should really talk to Kyle Fowler. He's over our children's. And like, I had that resource to, so that they could get the correct help, you know, the, yeah. the, the more informed help. Um, and everybody has that. Everybody has a, a gift in a certain area and, and to have a, ton of people around you have so many different gifts to where you know i may not be able to help you or i may not have the answer but i'm going to find you the person that does or i'm going to take you to the person that that can help you know so um to me that that that's community there too you know we've seen it happen before i mean you tell you've posted about you trying to find like firewood during the winter that wasn't wet yeah you know use that community and it's like gotta reach out to these people like i need it's freezing you know spiegel yeah car exploded and you got a new one you know yeah. for, for free <laughs> for free i mean it's we we have those things it's not about material things but it's just you know 
people are there to help, and that's the community. And and it, God created well, I think that. I mean, the disciples and everything. That's, the definition of the church is it not? Great. It is. I mean, it, it, whether it's whether it's a physical need or an emotional need or a spiritual kind of need that we have, it's that's what the church is supposed to be there for is to help you mm-hmm. meet those things and, and and walk with you through those things. Yeah, as a James that was saying that if you see a brother who says they're hungry and you say, well, "I'll pray for you, go your way and be fed," I feel like that is such sarcasm right there. You know, he's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I just feel yeah. like he's being so sarcastic. He's like, what good have you done? Now, that, nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Not a thing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's part of the community is being the church. It's, you know, I don't recall anywhere in the Bible Jesus say, well, you know, have all the world come unto you. He says, go into all the world. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's I mean, it's. I feel like it's it's so much about the the heart behind what you're doing in the yeah. I'll pray for you or let me do this thing for you. Like if if, if we as Christians are running around and being like, hey man, like if if uh, the person that got you the car right when yours blew up was like, hey man, here's the car, right? And you're like, oh my god, man, thank you so much. Like this, you have no idea what this means to me and my family. Thank you so much. And then mm-hmm. like. Six months later, he rolls up and he's like, hey, Spiegel, I need some stuff done in my house. Can you help me out? And you're like, oh, dude, I can't. And he's like, oh, remember that time I bought you that car? Oh, yeah, I see. And you, you're going to be like, uh, you can have the car, brother. <laughs> like, it's yours. <laughs> Take it back. It's going to be like yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's the same kind of thing as like the, the heart behind, oh, I'll pray for you. Or the thing you said earlier, like, oh, bless their heart, man. Like, I, like whenever I say that, I do. I say that. And and I, that's part of me. Like I mean that. Like I'm like, oh man, bless her heart. Like God, just that sucks. Like, I can't imagine being where she's at. You know. But there are there's a lot of time of the heart behind what's being said or the heart behind what's being done is like a um, a kind of like Jesus is going. You know what? You're just better off to just not. Just yeah. don't even. Just leave it there. Let someone else come along and do it. Yeah. Because I would rather them be not only maybe fed in a physical way, but also fed in a spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, think we, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered quite a few ways to love or to be loved. <laughs> um, this is not something you're just going to, hey, I want to love, so you wake up tomorrow and you start loving everybody. This is an everyday wake-up thing. you got to, you know, one foot in front of the other. Jesus said, take up your cross daily. You're not going to wake up being all lovey-dovey tomorrow. This has got to be something that you work towards. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even like, oh, one day I'll be ready to love people. Like I say, man, it's just it's just the conscious choice of why am I doing this? Why do I want to love on this person? Like, am I getting this person a, a you know, giving them a track at the grocery store and walking away? Because that's not – those people are going to turn around and throw that track in the, in the trash that you gave them, one of those, you know, Bible yep. tracks or whatever. But if you stand there and have a conversation with them and just, if they've got a frown on their face and they drop something, don't go, oh. you're like, oh man, let me help you. Yep. Need some help? You doing all right today? How's life going? How are you? And they go, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then you go, no, really. How are you? Just, I mean, take time. That's, I mean, you know, for me, it's hard a lot of times as a, as a small business owner, it's really hard for me to just take time. And through learning, I'm trying to learn of like, 
you know what, I'm going to take the extra time it, it may take for me to do this job just for a second, just to have a conversation with this person. Mm-hmm. And that Man, can be a night and day difference for some people. Man, you can say so much about Christ without even talking about Christ. So it's a, yeah, on the money. Mm-hmm. That's a that reach. <laughs> I often said that was one of my things, man, um, was, I, what was that saying? I, I use in my small group, if you can't tell people about Jesus without using his name, then using his name's not going to help. And that's how we're going to end. <laughs> uh, that is, man, I love that saying. Um, yeah, that was uh, week two of Hashtag the Challenge. I don't know how many more weeks there are going to be um, uh, of challenging us right now. But um, man, it it they just keep getting better. I love it. I love, yeah, I love this series. every week. Yeah, should be getting challenged every week. <laughs> right <laughs> on, dude. <laughs> but this Tyler dude is over. way it's, he's wise beyond his years, man. He, he may he he may have done this once or twice before. Uh, he might have. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. That was it. Uh, week two of the hashtag the challenge. Thousand ways to love. I mean, everyone does it different. Um, you're mm-hmm. not gonna love like Tyler does. You're not gonna love like Spiegel does. You're not gonna love like I do. Um, you're gonna love like you do, and it's a process to learn that. And like uh, we've been saying for about an hour, it, it's a process. You know, it's a conscious decision to love and to to make that effort um, daily. Um, you're not gonna do it every day either. Just to let you know that there will be days that you just can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's okay. Right. It's it's get back up. Let's try it again tomorrow. Today was a, did not work. Maybe tomorrow. Um, I, I know it's a struggle for me. Like I would love for every day it would work, and then then God created Mondays, and it just never works on a Monday. <laughs> created Mondays. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> man, we want to thank it. our guests for coming on again, man. Thank you, Tyler, so much. I love it, man. Love dude, here. Thank you, yeah, Tyler. You're awesome, dude. Always feel challenged talking with you. And don't forget, you can hear him on a weekly basis over at the Worship Breakdown Podcast, uh, where we take uh, worship songs, break them down, how how we feel about them, what they might mean, and then a bunch of other random stories that come out. It's fun. You guys, check it out. Uh, usually released on Fridays or Saturdays. Listen, <laughs> hey, I do want to... I do want to say this, and I, I haven't got to, to say anything about it. I was going to say something online, man, but for real, I have gotten um, three letters in the mail now uh, from people in CR encouraging me and my wife as we go through this, and wow. it has been the biggest blessing to us. It is like I have one by my bed um, that's from the whole group um, that they sent me, the servant ship, and um and wrote me a note and I have it by my bed. It just makes me smile every morning, like especially on Sunday mornings when I get up to go and, and lead. And, and I am, you know, I am still playing to an audience of one, but man, I miss you guys. And it's just a, it's a really cool reminder of why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I just want to say thank you. Right on. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, thank that's you. so cool. Man, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we love you guys so much. We, we, we cannot wait to get back together. Um, man, but Spiegel, until next week. Keep the conversation going, guys. We love you. Love you guys.